Hey, Revelation Wellness friends, thanks for pressing play on this episode. Today, we're keeping it in the family as Elisa sits down for a follow-up conversation with Ashley Stoller, who is our social media manager, a Revelation Wellness instructor, and was one of the Sugarfast coaches. Elisa and Ashley are back for a conversation that is deeply genuine and so life-giving. When Ashley was on the show last time, you couldn't stop talking about how much this conversation connected with you. So we knew we had to have her back on. Elisa and Ashley are diving back into talking all about food noise. And Ashley has an update that's going to fill you with some real practical hope. But before we press play, we want to invite you to a free webinar on Thursday, February 8th at 3 p.m. Eastern. And you're going to want to watch this if you're ready to quiet the food noise without taking a pill. Join Elisa for this free webinar where we're breaking through the confusion. Be sure to register. All the information's in the show notes, so don't miss out. Okay, friends, let's press play on this really important conversation. All right, Revelation Wellness community, I'm a little stuffed up today. Uh, Both myself and Ashley are coming into this recording week, huh, Ash? Yeah. Yeah. Very tender. Very tender today. And so as I mentioned, whenever the previous week, we recorded this conversation. We already had this conversation and it was a good conversation. And then I went away this past weekend to New York City to a prayer conference And it was a prayer conference. So it turns out it's just all about prayer. And it reminds me of 2 Chronicles 7.14 that says, if my people who are called by my name will uh, repent, turn from their wicked ways, pray and seek by face, then I will hear from heaven and come down. And so there was a lot of that in this environment that I was in. And there was stuff that I didn't even know. Like I was still just asking the Lord to deal with my heart on coming out of the sugar fast. And it set my heart on fire. And that's probably why I'm sick today. (laughs) As soon as you start going in the like fiery direction, don't be surprised when a fiery dart comes and all kinds of things, but not to over-spiritualize anything because the enemy is a mouse in the corner and and God is as king. But we want to talk today about this topic of um, food noise. Is it possible to... Uh, quiet the food noise without taking a pill or a shot. Now, probably by the time this is coming out, I've done a webinar on this. It's in the show notes. Please go listen to it. Click, you'll get the replay because I'll go more into detail about things that I I won't do here because I want to talk with Ashley. Um, You all have heard Ashley Pryor a few uh, months ago. We came on and she was talking about just uh, looking for freedom still. We talked about tools and is it possible to have a tool and have freedom? And so Ashley, in this topic of um, quieting the food noise and still going after freedom, why don't you tell people where you're at right now, what the Lord's been doing? Hmm. Well, um, as Elisa said, we've come out of this 21 day sugar fast and uh, I really felt called to go all in to this fast and not try to find ways to uh lessen the fast i don't i don't even know if that's the right way to say it i uh i was desperate to hear from the lord i was desperate to hear um to be near him and i was finally at a place where i could just throw everything off and say okay my list of things that i can't have it doesn't matter Mm. (laughs) so that was 
that was my heart posture going in. I was ready. I was, I was like, come on, let's go. Um, and so within the first few days, I, I was expecting just some of the, the kind of the yuckier side of the detox symptoms and things like that. Um, and I have, I had been physically struggling with some headaches since the summer of 2023, like every day reoccurring headaches. And I get three days in and I'm like, I'm not having any headaches. And it was just like day after day, the Lord just kept um, releasing things mm. off of my mind mm. and my heart and my mm. physical body all at the same time. And it was overwhelming in such a good way, <laughs> in such a mm -hmm. good way. Um, and each day it was, there were, there were times when I would think, um, uh, maybe I'm a little hungry. Maybe I would. And then it, I would just stop. And it was like the Holy spirit was just checking my heart. I just felt so near to the Lord in these 21 days. And it was so overwhelming. I got halfway through and I'm like, I feel like he's changed me. Like I feel different. I feel different. And I had mentioned in our previous podcast about the food noise and shame and just how the enemy would come for me and, and feeling um, shame towards myself and my body and, and the decisions and choices that I had made. Um, Can you stop right there? And the one stop right there for the person who's like, I explained food noise. I mean, I think it's pretty, it's a yeah. term I've has really come on the scene. I actually didn't hear about that. It was a good term that started used about six months ago when Ozempic, and I'll talk about that a little bit more and what that is, if you're not familiar with it, but this weight loss drug that came on the scene, everyone started talking about how it's quieted food noise. I was like, tell me about, yeah. tell me about food noise. Cause it also sounds like it's also related to your body noise. Like this yeah. cycle of, of whatever you give it words. Okay. So food noise for me, I'll share from my perspective, um, constantly thinking about food one way or another, whether I'm, uh, participating in binge eating thinking about the food and then feeling the shame afterwards. And then all, then thinking what I need to do next to make that right. Uh, mm. Food noise in, as in um, that has too many, that's probably got too much sugar. That's got too many carbs. And so then I'm going to restrict. And so it's just this constant noise about I can have this and, but wait, I probably shouldn't have that. And it's just constant and it's exhausting. And I also think a little bit of it um, for me was, the diet culture noise, like mm -hmm. we can just say that's exactly what it was too, because, um, it's, it's like, I knew what I was supposed to be doing, but I couldn't get myself to do it. And there was a constant noise in my head about it. And I couldn't get my mm -hmm. thoughts organized at all. So then I would spiral into like a binging pattern and then the shame came and then, okay, I'm going to try again the next day. And then it's just a cycle. Mm. So that's how I best explain my experience with food okay. noise, that it is just a constant conversation going on in my head over food, whether it's good, bad, ugly, whatever it is. Mm. Okay. Right. Um, so that was one thing I was, I had prayed and asked the Lord to help me with during that fast during the mm. 21 day sugar fast. Um, a few other specific things I targeted in my prayers uh, was anxiety and depression. And I had learned that mm -hmm. sugar has a direct mm -hmm. connection 
through anxiety and depression. And I have had quite the um, postpartum depression and anxiety situation happening in me in the last two years. And so it's, it had been really heavy. So that was a, a really a desperate cry of my heart was God, please help, <laughs> please mm-hmm. help. Um, mm-hmm. So right. I mean, within the first week, I wasn't experiencing any food noise. I was satisfied after I ate food. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't thinking about food all the time. I wasn't getting headaches. All of a sudden I was calm and relaxed. I wasn't experiencing super high emotional, uh, you know, patterns high and then low mm-hmm. and high and low. I was, mm-hmm. I was just like, I felt a, a complete relaxation over my body and my mind during that 21 day sugar fast. So to sit, to sit here with you today and talk about this today versus our conversation in the past, I'm like I said, I believe that God has done a transforming work in my heart and in my mind and in my body. And what do you think that linchpin is? Why now? Why this fast? Just not, not, well, you know, we'll always, we don't, can't figure out God. He's not a formula, but what's different about Ashley at this time when she went to the fast? Um, the posture of my heart, the posture of my heart was different. Um, I had mentioned a desperation for him. Yeah. I had come to the end of what I could do. Amen. I had, I had come to the end of all of my plans and all of my, uh, Mm -hmm. habits that I was trying to, you know, control and manipulate. And, uh, I had finally come to the end of, of me (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I was desperate, Mm -hmm. completely and utterly desperate for him because I can't fix it. Clearly I can't come on. Nothing in this world could fix it. (laughs) Um, so that I think has been the biggest change, but I will say this, it has come with a lot of reflection and, um, processing through some, some past pain and, and trauma and even things that I didn't know were there, <laughs> giving the Holy Spirit some space to mm-hmm. grieve what I needed to grieve and feel yeah. what I needed to feel instead of stuffing it with food or yeah. stuffing it with the thing that was making me sick. Oof. So it's, it's a, been a progressive work, I feel. Mm-hmm. It's been a, a progressive work, but there was a day in the sugar fast where I was like, I was blind and now I see like, I, I don't know how else to explain it to you. (laughs) And I love, we've talked about this. We've talked about in the ministry, we have the slogan, get free, stay free, and then set others free. Like the stay free is layers and layers and layers of freedom. Keep moving in freedom. Keep going forward in freedom. Even though you're like, I thought I was free. Like back when you were using tools and you thought you had a tool, different tool. And you thought that was freedom, but then the tool kind of snapped back and got you. Yeah. It took over, which, which all Uh, things can turn to that if it's not God. Right. right. If it's, if it's not God right. that we are desperate for that I set our hearts upon. Yeah. When the tool became the thing, the idol, right. Yes. That's what yeah. I was going to, instead of the Lord, I, I misplaced my tool in my toolbox yeah. and that, and the Holy spirit checked me on that. And I had to lay it down. I had the choice though. I could still flirt with it or I could commit and lay it down and leave it alone. And so I had to make a hard decision there. 
Um, but I don't regret making that decision. And I, again, I don't think that there's anything wrong with tools, but when the tool is mastering you and it's all you're thinking about and it's, it's what you're bowing down to, it's what you're bowing your heart to, Come on. um, then there is a problem. There's an issue. And, um, I think some of us are scared to even admit that out loud or even, you know, to bring that to the light. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let me take over here for a second and talk about a little bit of the practical uh, science that helps make sense of what it, food noise is, where it comes from, and then our desire to then maybe go, I'm going to take a pill and that'll help because it'll quiet the food noise. And we're in this time right now where you can't right now, if you're listening and you're frustrated, and you're tired, uh, a doctor, and they're prescribing them more often, um, this class of drugs called a semaglutide or semaglutide. And it is a class of drugs that's made for type two diabetics. So let's stop right there. Type two diabetes, friends, is a lifestyle disease. It's something that can be changed with your lifestyle. It's you're choosing this because I eat more food that has a high sugar in it. My insulin resistance is increasing. So my body is not producing insulin like it needs to, to help keep my biochemistry in check, process food, metabolize food, put body fat, uh, fat, proteins, and carbs into their proper working order for the body because too much of anything backfires on the body. So I just want to call that out. Like type two diabetes is a, is a disease, but it is one like many of our diseases, many, the 70% of the chronic illness and disease we have are preventable by our lifestyle choices. Now, God knows the time we live in and how hard it is in the time we live in. There are so many choices. And then we have uh, a predisposition if you were born into a family where obesity is something, a genetic and generational thing that's been passed down, where everyone is choosing food and that's kind of part of the, the culture. There's a lot of strongholds here. There's a lot of poverty, I just want to say. So then here comes a medicine to say, hey, we're, we can help you. And it can help you because what it does as a semaglutide, which by the way, so you might know it as Ozempic or Wagovi, um, they're available. Um, some of them off-label now. You have people, I've heard it's back-ordered. So now there's people that are making it in their own compound and selling it to get it to people. It's billions of dollars being sold behind this drug. Everyone's trying to get behind this drug right now because there's so much money to be made because of our uh, obesity and overweight epidemic. We're not dying as a community because we have too little weight. There's a lot of excess weight but again, back to our choices. Now, I want to be careful. I probably should have said this at the very beginning. Anytime we talk about weight, it's not about the weight. Every <laughs> it's not about the weight. Like we're we're talking about it, but we want to get deeper after the heart. So even though you hear me talk about weight, just notice how it it hits and maybe makes you offended or or irritated. But Jesus's compassion is true for you today, and there is an answer, and it's not just found in a pill. You're free to take a pill, but I want to offer you these alternative. It is possible to quiet food noise without a pill. And we'll come back to Ashley as she can attest to that. So the semaglutide works in, uh, or Zempic works that once you take it, 
um, then there's this hormone called GLP-1, glucon, glucagon-like peptide that your body is meant to release out of your stomach, out of your intestine. When you eat, it should just automatically release. But if you're type 2 diabetic, you don't produce that anymore. So then you take the medication to replicate that. Um, and then once the GLP-1 is in your body, this hormone is released, your insulin levels go up and they're, they're not insulin resistant anymore. It produces insulin to go out into the body and then your sugar levels go down, which is what your normal response should be in a healthy working body. You should eat, insulin rises and glu glu uh, glucagon goes to work and glucose and then your body levels again. So what that does then, as the GLP-1 gets into the body and does its work, also in Ozempic, it, it slows down the emptying of the stomach. So it's like a gastric bypass without uh, surgery. It's It slows it down, where gastric bypass shrinks the actual size of the stomach. Um, this actually slows how the body processes the food, so you feel full and you're not hungry. The other thing about the Ozempic is what it does uh, is it is it numbs down the dopamine receptors in your body. This is why they're saying this drug would work for anyone who is an addict. Like they're trying to get it now into, um, you know, people with alcoholism or anything where they were addicted to something. If you take this, that response that happens because of the GLP-1, it quiets down that I'm hungry or I need the thing, which ultimately I find this so interesting because if you put up Ashley's story next to what Ozempic does, when Ashley went into a fast, everyone, now this is different. This is not a diet. A diet, as Lisa Bevere says, will change the way you are, will change what you see. But a fast, a spiritual practice of fasting unto the Lord, fasting is to something, unto God. It's a spiritual discipline. When you fast, that will change how you see, right? And so, Ashley fasted from sugar, which is in 68% of all foods in the supermarket, right? Added sugar is in 68%. So our foods are not actual foods. That's part of most of it. If it's in boxes and things that you want, again, that makes you feel good after you eat it, that's been engineered for the most part, right? Like, I don't know, Ashley, how about when you're stressed out, Ashley, do you want a head of broccoli or a sleeve of Oreo cookies? I want a bag of potato chips. A bag of potato chips, she said. Okay. <laughs> right. Because stress response. But, but in, yeah. in this world, you will have stress. In this first world, you will have trouble, Jesus says, John 16, 33. And so we have this stressed out world. And when I'm stressed, dopamine is like, hey, what do we need to do to feel better? Whatever we do to feel better, let's get to that right now. And so... If it's, you feel better by going to potato chips or whatever it is, uh, then that's, that's once upon a time, by the way, Ashley, that's what began this broken response for you. Some of it might've been genetically, yeah. you were predisposed yeah. to it, but when you were young, something scared you, something stressed you out, something, yes. and you reached for that. And it, it began that cycle. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. An ache that I needed to feel. Yeah. It was an ache that I needed to feel even as a child. So there is definitely a, a broken pattern that happened. Yeah. And just continued on throughout my teen and adult life. And that 
is food noise. Food noise, um, uh, who was it? Dr. Carla Lester, PBS uh, article that was written, said that food noise, the real what food noise is, is really just the craving mind. That's all food noise is. A cra- it's not like there's actual, oh, I have a little peptide in me that says food, food, food. No, it's a craving mind. I need comfort. I need something fast to relieve me of this. And so in our ever uh, present culture of options, food is a great one. Abundance. Abundance. It's everywhere. And then it's been engineered to make you feel better again, because I don't really, broccoli doesn't hit for me when I'm stressed or scared or shamed or worried or anxious. Like uh, for me, it would be a donut. (laughs) <laughs> something, a Dunkin' Donut. Yeah. That's my childhood right there. Or or a, a Happy Meal from McDonald's was another one. Yeah. So those types of things, that that hits my dopamine. is like, let's do something to feel better fast. And then I get that serotonin release. Ah, and then that begins the cycle if that's the thing you do. And when you're a child, you don't know anything better. That's yep. what it is. And so a fast, friends, when we fast, which is a spiritual discipline, again, the wellness world is doing, they took fasting, talked about how it detoxes the body, which it does. A fast is actually biologically good for you as much as it is spiritually good for you. It is good for you biologically, but it's meant to be unto the Lord. It's for, it's a spiritual discipline. So that's what quieted the food noise for you, for you, Ashley, is you were desperate for God. And so you forsake all other lovers. You forsook them. I will not have these God. You must come. And that equation right there is Isaiah 58. Isaiah 58. It says, this is not this, the fast that I choose to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the strap of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke. The Lord knew that you, this was it. This is my last effort, Lord. It's either you or nothing. What do you have to say about that? Yes. (laughs) I, I, I think that, um, again, I had to, I had to come to that realization and almost resolve it within myself that there was nothing else that I could, uh, do in my own strength to try to power through or control or manipulate or, um, prove <laughs> there was mm-hmm. nothing. I, I came into it very exhausted by all of the striving. Mm-hmm. And so I knew right out the gate that this, this cannot turn into a diet. This won't turn mm-hmm. into a diet. And in the past, I'd always turned anytime I'd try to fast. Yeah. I'd always quit early because I'm like, I, well, honestly, I, the fear of the Lord of like, oh, my heart's not right. I better stop. Mm. <laughs> but um, this time was different because I, I do feel like I was able to work through it with the Lord mm-hmm. um, and even question those moments where I felt shame or like condemnation. I had the sobriety in my mind to then go back to what I know is true and and wrestle that out with the Lord a little bit. Where did that thought come from? There you what, go. uh, you know, who, who said, right? Like who said that? Did you say that Lord? No. You know? Um, so there, there just came, I just came to this place where I, I had nothing left and it's exactly what you said. It's you or nothing. Like I, I'm, yeah. I'm going to all forsake all others, 
-hmm. all these other really appealing things to try and do. And again, nothing wrong with them, but it's for me, I knew that that wasn't the path. That wasn't the narrow path for me in, in this mm -hmm. walk. And what it was, was to go into with a, um, with a different mindset in, in a fast to seek the Lord and get on my face and really just surrender everything. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Ashley, what does it look like for you to, to live knowing this now? It's like, okay, uh, we talked about this in our last episode. We'll say it again. We've kind of, we've talked offline. I'm like, it's like you're in recovery. You're yes. in re like, and I say this, I said this before too. When you take a fast, it's no different than going into a rehabilitation center in a rehab. They don't just go, Oh, you can have one drink a day. <laughs> you can have, you know, whatever, uh, just right. one hit of heroin a day. Like it's, they clean you out. Like there's God. nothing, you get nothing and you crawl out of your skin and you go through all those feelings, which God seemed to have given you a grace on this one where you didn't have too many yes. withdrawal. And we just want to call that out. Some people do go through some pretty rough withdrawals yeah. when they take out sugar. Again, friends, the food noise is driven by that dopamine cycle that's broken, which is probably has something. If your if your thing is food, it's not that there's too much protein in your diet. There's probably too much sugar in your diet. If you are a fast food eater, shopper, and all that convenience that is king right now. So that's what you healed. That's why the food noise went away. She went in and it quiet, like said, no more went through that, whatever, you know, incubation phase for some people, it's yeah. three weeks, four weeks. Some people it's a day too. Some people there's a grace for it. But once you've entered into that, she really was in a, a recovery cycle. So what does it look yeah. like now? Well, I'm taking it one day at a time. And I really am um, yeah. asking the Lord what that looks like. And you and I have had conversations about, well, if I just have a little bit here and a little bit there, and I definitely don't feel like my body is at a place where it would um, handle a little bit mm -hmm. well. I don't. Um, and it's not that I'm not trusting the Lord and the work that he's done in my heart. It's. I'm, I'm really, um, pursuing these next steps with discernment and, um, my body is healing. I he's answering my prayers and he's giving yeah. me the resources and the wisdom that I need. And I would be a fool. Come on. I would just turn around and go back to all of the things I was doing before, even, mm. even all the different diets. Like I, I, so I have this holy conviction in me <laughs> Yes, um, that I, I really do need to continue to pursue healing in my physical body. And what that looks like for me is to continue not participating with eating sugar. Um, now, I don't know what that will look like six months down the road, uh, right. but I, I do know that 21 days was a great start mm -hmm. and, um, but I just, I don't believe that it's over for me. And there are, there are other, you know, health issues that I had concern about. And I just, I want to do, I want to do it the, I, I want to do it his way this mm -hmm. time and not mm -hmm. try to manipulate it and turn it into something that it was never meant to be because he is responding to my prayer. And so I want to honor that. Tell people what, what, what have you uh, experienced as a positive and health and healing in your body symptoms? So many things. Um, well, one thing I had a conversation with my son the other day, he's 10 years old. And 
actually he's 11, sorry. He's 11. And uh, we have very honest dialogue back and forth. And I, we ask for feedback from one another. Um, and I, I just asked him, I said, Hey Rocco, how, um, how am I doing? How am I doing as a mom? And he, ha- he knows he has full permission. Like he can, we can talk about it. He can bring things up. And he said, mom, I noticed that you're not, um, like you're not getting so angry all the time hmm. about little things that, that really don't matter. And I knew, and I had been feeling that too. Again, I, I had expressed mm-hmm. that I, I haven't been having really high emotional, like rage and then down to hopelessness and depression. depression. And I wrote a, I rode a roller coaster for a long time and I just felt very unstable. And that was one of the things that during this fast that, that I felt the Lord evened out in me that I, I wasn't angry or anxious. And mm-hmm. I know my bend when I'm scared or I'm, you know, I'm anxious about something it's rooted in a, in fear <laughs> is what mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. but my response, my response to that fear is anger. So I was able to become very aware of, um, the fluctuation in my emotions and things like that. Um, my mind, my mind, I, I can think clearly and I have energy that I haven't had in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I was to the point where it, my energy was so low that even doing things like just taking care of myself and getting ready for the day and all that, like it took a lot of energy, a lot of mental energy, and mm-hmm. physical energy. And, um, now I, it, I'm just noticing it and things and I'll catch myself every once in a while. And I think I'm still going and I'm not like, okay, this is crashing. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not crashing. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say that a lot, I mean, I've experienced a lot of things. Um, but the thing that I am, I am most, uh, enthusiastic about is the fact that I feel like I have my brain, my brain and my mind back. Yes. You're saying you don't have um, the food noise. I don't have the food noise, but I also don't have the fog either of um, mm. confusion and, you know, uh, the, but yeah, the noise of, of being able to eat a meal and uh, enjoy it Yeah, and be done. Yeah. And not think yeah, like that. Not I have to know. think for about me, the next meal. Yeah. That's a big deal. That's a big deal for me. Um, yes. so, and, uh, I have also experienced a lot of inflammation come off of my body a lot, a lot. And so I yeah. definitely, I'm not feeling as much physical pain, hardly any. Um, and I was, again, I was having repeated daily headaches and my joints just were sticky uh-huh. to move. And so now I'm, I, I just, feel a lot more free in my own skin. Yeah. That I, I'll also back you up on that because I as well was in the sugar fast. Um, now I would put myself, Ashley and I represent the spectrum of the neglector and the obsessor. Ashley would put herself in the yes. camp of a neglector. I put myself in the camp of an obsessor. Uh, but I had some things I wanted to wrestle out with the Lord and, and wanted to do the sugar fast with. And then I realized, oh my gosh, I didn't know how much inflammation I had in my body until I did the fast. And then we were in New York city. I was just in New York city this last weekend and there's tons of stairs up and down, up and down, subway stairs, subway stairs. And I was just there during Christmas time when I was 
it's Christmas, you know, the, the, the usual parties and things going on. And I remember walking up the stairs going, Oh, my knees, it just hurt. It hurt. And I just think I'm getting old and you're a workout person, you know, you just all those thoughts. And I was in New York City this weekend. My knees were like springs. I said to Sophia, Sophia, I've gotten younger. Like I can tackle these stairs. So I had no idea how much there was inflammation even in my body. And I do have osteoarthritis or been diagnosed with it. And the worst thing for osteoarthritis, any type of bone condition would be um, to have any extra inflammation. And so friends, I guess we say this to you today to say there is a way that Jesus is the way though. If you do this and try to add Jesus on, I'm going to fast so that I can feel better, or I'm going to fast so that I can lose the weight. Or I'm going to fast so that I can break this thing. I would still say, go deeper. You've got to get to the end of your rope. Like you got to know it's you or nothing, Jesus. Uh, because otherwise you might reap some benefits and Hey, we're happy for, if you do that, but it will, it will only satisfy for so long. It is a heart issue. Everyone hear that a thousand times over. This is about your heart. The heart is deceitful above all things, desires things that you don't want your flesh with your heart that desires. And that's what God wants. He wants your heart and he knows the desires of your flesh and his work on the cross crucifies our flesh. And that's really what a living this lifestyle of a fasting lifestyle. In Romans 12, one, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. This is, this is part of the deal of anyone who's like wanting to live sober-minded and sober body that every day you are saying, what have I given you today, Lord? What have I given you today? Mm-hmm. And for any of you who it's constantly been food just is the thing where God doesn't get a say in that. What if every day he gets the say in that so that you stay free? That's an ongoing lifestyle. So, so Ashley, um, welcome to your life of recovery. Yes. Sobriety. Sobriety. And I told her in the last episode, I'm going to say it again. I would, I would like to be your sponsor. Yes. (laughs) I would like to be the person if you're like, I'm not doing well, you get to call and I'll just remind you of all the good things that God has done, because that's the other thing. We cannot do this alone. Right. No, the community, the community aspect of it. And again, I, I think the world has kind of taken that over and been like, find an accountability partner and make it all about the checklist of things that you're trying to accomplish together. And that's good. That's good, but I believe God has something different for for those who are going um, going in deeper in His way. And like, yes, if you, I I feel like it is so important to have someone that you can just bare your soul to and be honest and say, "I'm this is awful. I don't know why I'm dealing with this," or like that you can process with a little bit, and that person is healthy enough to call you. Okay. I hear you. I see you. I acknowledge that. Yeah, that's real. That's real. Yeah. But come up. I have a better view up here. Will you come up here with me? Yeah. Right. And that is, that is so important. And to also continue to be reminded to take it back to the Lord. Mm. Um, Mm. So community is huge. Like-minded people. Yeah. 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 And there's such a grace. The Lord wants to be a remaining abiding God. So Ashley is 
You got to abide with the Lord in order, especially when it comes to food, because three times a day, five times, how many times it's in front of you, but there's a grace. There must be something God is going to do in a powerful way through Ashley, as she's saying, I'm so dependent on you down to the choices that I make that go in my mouth, because it also is what reflecting of what my heart wants, right? Jesus says, not what goes in your mouth that defiles you is what's coming out of your heart. Right. All right, friends. So we do encourage you to, first of all, listen, we know a lot of you are in real a desperate place with your body. You're desperate. Your body hurts. Or maybe you're just like numb to it. Like you don't even care anymore. Mm -hmm. It just feels hopeless. We are here today to blow hope in your direction and to say it is possible to heal this, what feels broken in your brain, that food noise can go away and you don't have to take a pill. Your heart might want it, that quick fix. It's, listen, if it's a life or death situation and you can't, we always say your body is for ability. If your body is in a, in a morbid place of like being in a hospital, take the pill. But if you can hear our voice and you can breathe and you can move and you can read God's word and you can say, God, I am desperate for you and get into community. We happen to know of a good one. It's called the Revelation Wellness Membership Community and say, I'm doing this. I've got to walk into a newness of life. God can give to you what the world cannot give you. He'll give you even more. He can give you a healed body, a healed heart, a healed soul, a healed mind, and then a whole new purpose for why you even walked the road you walked. So Ashley, any closing words for our people listening? Yeah. The one thing I just really feel led to share is um, if you are listening to this today, I just would invite you to, to take notice of the the distractions around you and maybe question question some things um what has become a distraction to you and how did that get there um Mm -hmm. to to just get curious about um instead of shoving things down or pushing them off to the side and not dealing with them um until they pile up uh i would just invite you to maybe reflect and ask the lord about um what are some things that he may want to address what distractions are, are um, you know, trying to get your attention away mm-hmm. from really what truly matters. Mm-hmm. Um, and so really make that a, a matter of prayer. And yes, that there is hope, that there mm-hmm. is hope for you. Mm-hmm. And like Elisa said, we don't want to do this and then, you know, start, do a diet and then slap Jesus on top of it and say, this mm-hmm. is good. We want, mm-hmm. we want to enter in um, to a deeper, more secret place with him. And um, I would just encourage you to to get ready to do some of the harder work of, of yeah. uncovering some things that may have been going on in Europe for a really long time that you've never addressed. Come on. Um, pain, pain, metabolizing pain. You know, mm-hmm. we have the body revelation that Elisa mm-hmm. has written and it's been an amazing tool that the Lord has used in, I know my life and so many others, but, um, seeking the Lord to maybe resolve some of that stuff in you and, and asking what, what are, what are the things that are distracting me from Mm. what really, what really matters and what the mission that God has for your life. Yeah. 
Yeah. Amen. Because if the enemy can keep us distracted, mm. if he can keep us distracted by food noise, by our phones, by comparison, mm. by all mm. the things, all the pretty things that, that look a certain way that, that gets our attention. If he can keep us distracted, then the bride isn't healthy. Come on. Jesus is coming back for a healthy bride and we have to be sober in our mind. And so that even means getting rid of some of the distractions and being, being okay with being uncomfortable when those, those things go away that you're so used to being comfortable with. Yeah. So yes, I feel like that's like yeah. a whole nother sermon, but I know we're, there we're coming back. Those are you're my leaving, you're, those comments there. <laughs> we're, we'll have Ashley back. We're going to keep this conversation going. And I just want to say this again, because I like to call out the enemy in a public way. Hey, enemy back off of, uh, Ashley. Um, I know. And when Ashley takes a step like this, everyone, you got to pray for Ashley because Ashley's stepping out to say this. Now, you know, the enemy wants to condemn her and Ashley already, Ashley, you are loved. If you go back to eating sugar, I don't care. Like you're loved no matter what, but I'm here. We're always here to call you out into the marvelous light, into the place where, Hey, let's remember what God has done and what God has said. And this is why we're better together. Because if Ashley, Ashley could have healed like this privately on her own, and then should she decide, you know what, it's a hard day, I'm going back, then she could, no one would know. But now here she is out in the light saying, Jesus is. has all my cards on the table. Jesus has spoken and, and obedience is better. I have sent that message to her several Amen. times. Doesn't obedience, obedience taste better? better? Obedience tastes so much better. The moment comes, it's on your tongue and then it's gone. And then you feel like crud because again there's nothing wrong with sugar we're, we're eventually and we'll keep up with ashley at some point she's gonna have sugar again i do let people know this is part of my coaching group it takes three to six months uh to heal your brain and body from any type of addiction sugar addiction included um and also your gut is healing as well there's a great yes. book called dopamine nation by anna lemke if you all want to read about how your brain gets stuck in these that's where the food noise comes from the craving mind um and so it takes some time and this is where we need community and grace and that's what you say one step one day, one day, because one day. It's, it can get too big of a picture. So um, friends, it's the easy button to take the shot. It's the easy button to take the pill. It really is. And again, if your body can't move, you don't have ability, that's a grace. But if you can hear our voice and you can move, move towards his voice, he's beckoning and calling your heart your heart. God looks at the heart. Man is focused on outward appearance. The enemy wants you to get to focus on the outward appearance. God says, get me your heart. Get it over here right now. I will care for it. I will tend to it. We'll do some heart surgery. So you will feel things, but that's part of, that's part of uh, the whole cycle of healing. And that's also a downside of Ozempic and these medications. There's actually reports of depression happening because when you dampen the dopamine receptors, then you also, um, heighten depression as well. So you, the, mm -hmm. Ashley's letting her body heal naturally the way God has designed it to heal. And isn't it kind that nothing yeah. is yeah. forever? Like everything can reset. Everything can yes. be new again. Yeah. Yes. So good. All right. We went longer as we, as we usually do, but we love you all. Thank you. Hey, if you want to know more about the sugar fast or our membership community, this really wasn't here to uh, like sell you anything, but we are here to help you. 
So uh, you don't need us to do any of this. You can just seek the Lord and fast any way he calls you to. But if this message spoke to you and you know that sugar is a thing and you know you need some people that don't just want to help you feel better, but get better, then we'd love to see you back in the community. So also instructor training, um, live well, live well, coach. I mean, Ashley's been in my coaching group uh, and that's been it's a wild ride to do coaching, health coaching, where God is at the center of it, because man, um, he is, he, he picks up the heavy side of it and does great work with people. So if you're interested in becoming a live well health coach, we are enrolling right now for our platoon 32 brigade. Number one will be your, your name. If you're a live well health coach. All right, guys, thanks for being here, Ashley. I love you so much. I love you too. Thanks for having me friends. Thanks so much for being here today. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. And we know that real transformation happens in community. So Elisa and Ashley aren't finished talking yet. They're taking this conversation back to RW Plus membership, where they're digging into what it looks like to deal with shame. And if you're not already a member of RW Plus, be sure to swipe up on the show notes to get connected with us and become an RW Plus member today where you'll get access to more conversations like this. Thanks again for pressing play. Donors, thanks for making episodes like this possible. We appreciate each and every one of you. And be sure to share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message. Peace. Peace.